Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois, in the Andersonville area. And West Hollywood, California. Woo! Um, Ricky cannot be with us today. I don't know. Where did he go? I don't know. He told us and I completely forgot. Anyway, he's on vacation and we are sponsored by Skivvies. Yeah, we are. Um, We, I don't know. I'm like, (laughs) I've had a rough couple of days. Yeah. Um, It's just, it's just crazy being a grown up and also trying to deal with real estate and home improvements and being a star, <laughs> it's hard. Uh, have you guys even started looking at new apartments? We actually went to a showing this morning. Mm-hmm. And it was, so first of all, this lady clearly was like, she didn't say she was flipping it, but she was like, oh, I'm a broker and I'm selling my own place. And we were like, okay, we know what that means. Um, but we went with our realtor and they like kind of knew each other. and. It was a two bed, two bath, which is more than we have. Right. However, it was only 200 square feet bigger. So it was really cramped. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like what the bedrooms are the size of like your back room. Like one of the bedrooms was the size of this back room. Oh my God. Um, one was big and had a big ass walk-in closet. Like the master bedroom was big, but the like living area mm-hmm. was tiny. Ah, uh. and also they had like a jacuzzi tub, and I don't want a jacuzzi tub because they're a pain in the ass to clean. Yeah, although there's a whole branch of TikTok on how to clean them. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> don't need Just that to give you something else to like do and research. Ugh seriously also i don't need to stimulate myself with a jacuzzi jet like some (laughs) folks do sitting on the jets that's right oh my god so there is fuck what is the name of that book um there's a book by and stop me if we've talked about this before um chuck uh taylor (laughs) norris uh Chuck Palinuk, I think is his is how you pronounce his last name. He mm-hmm. wrote Fight Club. Oh yeah. Um so there's a book of like short stories um called um Haunted. Mm-hmm. And there's a short story called I think it's called Guts. Yes, I think so. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Um so this guy in the story, and this is a total spoiler, but like, fuck it, whatever. 
Do our listeners are, read? Is any, <laughs> can they even? No, I'm just um, And I'm sure somebody knows what I'm about to say, but this guy likes the, like the thing that sucks in the water in the pool, like the filter. Mm -hmm. And he likes, it feels good on his butthole. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, he's like backing himself up on it and all this stuff. And it sucks out his entire rectum. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And he almost drowns, I think. I don't think Um, that would really happen. It's, it's super gross. I'm sure that there's more about it that I'm forgetting, but it was... That sounds like an old wives tale, like that your mom does so that you're not rubbing up against the thing when you're like six and don't know why it feels good. <laughs> oh my God. I, I was not, I was basically a never nude as a child and did not like have a, like rubbing myself up against things phase really. Um, you say I never, a never nude child. Yes. Oh my God. Like, isn't, isn't that. Tobias Funke from uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, where he, like, where's the jeans cutoffs? Yeah, no, I did not like to take my clothes off. And I've mentioned that on the show before. Um, however, I have experienced that with like other people's children, other people in my family. I had a cousin who ran around naked and I was like, somebody needs to tell her that's not okay. That is... I don't, it, no, I don't like that. Well, I, why are you quiet? What are you paying attention I to? I was, um, I got a message about work, my work event coming up. Cause I asked her what color polos they were giving us because I, I was putting together my looks. And oh. uh, so uh, anyway, I, yeah, I was, had to be told to put clothes on constantly. Cause I, I just ran around in underwear and socks because my socks were like boots, like superheroes. Oh, and wow. uh just running around the house. And then when I'd go outside, I'd put on, I had blue, uh, big bird, uh, rain, uh, boots. And I used to put those on and run around. Sometimes I added a cape, sometimes not always with sweatbands, you know, cause oh, of wonder woman. Cause of wonder woman, obviously. Um, but yeah, that was my usual go-to outfit. Put on some clothes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, in the late eighties, I went through a very big, bicycle short and mesh tank top phase my god which was partially inspired by madonna's lucky star video (laughs) now how old were you around this point five (laughs) four five i loved like the fucking neon like electric blue fucking bicycle shorts and shit and like where one leg was like checkerboard and the other one was striped is there pictures of any of this there's definitely some pictures somewhere there's, I want to say that there's a picture of me with our like neighbor kids in my bedroom. And I think the Fisher Price light up microphone might be in that picture. In your mess I top. <laughs> I, yes. Uh, I have a mesh tank top now. We've talked about it. It's orange. I don't, I, I don't think I ever had that. Now I did have, there was this, um, when I was in the eighth grade, my mom uh, was a, or no, when I was seventh grade, my mom was a cheerleading sponsor. So when the girls were going to go to cheerleading camp, they all got the same like two tops that they could all wear to kind of be a little uniform. Well, one of the girls was too poor and couldn't afford to buy it. So she dropped out. So mom had to buy it. And she, so she wore it. And uh, there was this one and it had like 
coach or something on there. And so I wore it in the eighth grade and it was like a kind of a little half top, but I was like (laughs) really skinny then so I could wear it. And I remember it was like an elementary school track meet. So they had like us like taking times and shooting the guns and stuff. And I remember I wore that as my uniform um, with a little half top. That is some gay, gay shit. And I'm here. You know it. You know it. I, I feel like, like I was a very, very skinny little child, like in elementary school until I hit puberty. And also until I was like hospitalized for various reasons as I was a sickly Victorian child. Um, (laughs) All the inbreeding. (laughs) It wasn't no inbreeding. Um, not in my family in Victorian times. Yes. Um, no, I just had bad asthma and then I got a horrible kidney infection and yada, yada. Um, did I you was, get scarlet fever? Was that some, that was, was that a friend I did of mine? not get scarlet fever. Okay. That was a friend of mine in, in school. He got scarlet fever. Was that, isn't that, that's what the velveteen rabbits about, right? I think so. Yeah. No. Oh my God. I know some listeners don't like the F word. And I wish I could remember, maybe I won't say it. Um, it was an Instagram post and I can't remember who they were talking about. It had to have been one of the posts that we said we were going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, it might've been, I can't remember, but they called somebody and pardon me, trigger word, mean word for gays coming up. Um, somebody somebody referred to somebody and they censored it on Instagram um, because Instagram will kick your ass off these days. Um, velveteen, the velveteen faggot. <laughs> Was that from the porn movie that you I think it might have been from the porn thing. I can't remember, um, but it made me fucking laugh. Oh my God. So today, this morning, he messaged me and was like, uh, so you know that memes that we've been sending back and forth. Um, I think it's Jeffrey mix is the, um, yeah, yeah, it's Jeffrey mixed and I will spell it for you because I want you guys all to follow him. It's oh my God. It's so funny. J E F F R E Y M I X E D. But he, uh, he puts a lot of, uh, like the acting scenes of porn movies in, his posts. So I had sent one to Adam. He goes, Oh my God, I just sat there while George was cleaning. George got up and he was cleaning. Uh, so our realtor was coming over. And he's like, I just fast forwarded through all the, the porn parts, but just watched this acting scene. So I was like, okay, where did you find it? What's it called? Cause I had to go watch. And I only watched like 20 minutes of it. Cause I had to be somewhere this morning, but I was like, wow, this is, it's so bad. It's but there, but I did appreciate in the movie that they were very, very queeny and not just trying to be all macho and you know right. trying to trying to do you know these you know quippy you know put downs and trying to be macho about it. You know they're they're being a little queeny about it, which made me laugh. It was so I thoroughly enjoyed myself and like not in a sexy way. It was just <laughs> it looks like they were kind of having fun with it. And it's just so bad. Um, my favorite called- line. My favorite line is the um, "Where did he find him?" And he's like, "Whores are us." <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line is, and did I don't remember if we just talked about it or if I mentioned it on the show. If we already talked about this, apologies, listeners. But I don't think so. Oh, I know. Did I fuck? I'm just 
losing my mind. Again, it's been a rough week. Anyway, my favorite line is when the guy jumps in the pool and comes up to the guy on like the, the raft and he says something like great legs or something like that. I bet they look really good up in the air. And he says, I already have one asshole in my pants. I don't need another. <laughs> if you think you're getting, I wrote it down. If you think you're getting in my pants, you're wrong. I already have one asshole in them. <laughs> I died. The movie's called oh, Thrill Me. Thrill Me. Oh, I remember because... Um, I was talking about that movie Night of the Comet, mm -hmm. that horror movie. And there's a line where the um, stepmom slaps the stepmom slaps the one stepdaughter and the daughter slaps her back and the stepmom punches the daughter in the face. But it's all because the stepmom is cheating on the dad and the daughter's like, um, you were born with one asshole, Doris. I don't know why you need Ralph. Like yes, yeah. and I've never heard of X Hamster before, so that's a new site, and it seemed to have better stuff than Pornhub. Pornhub, Pornhub is not very good lately. I don't. I I'm trying to think of like I kind of occasionally will do Pornhub. I do occasionally do RedTube. It just like I don't have anything specific necessarily that I'm always like looking for mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just because I'm bored yeah um but it um yeah it's on x hamster it's called thrill me um it has and there's this the lead guy Steve Rambo is like notorious for his acting in like 90s gay porn because I've seen other stuff and like mm -hmm. other memes that he's in and he is a fucking trip and I love him <laughs> I also, I recognize there's a scene that is just strictly porn, essentially. Like, there's there's a couple scenes that, like, don't drive the plot with porn. Because a lot of them actually do drive the plot. Like, it's, like, it opens with, like, the guy talking about how he got a letter and his friends want him to come to Lake Michigan for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And his boyfriend is like, you should totally go. And he's like, I don't know. I'm like mad at them, yada, yada, all this stuff. And he's like, oh, okay, well, like, thanks for talking me into it. I don't know what I did to deserve a man like you or something. And then they fuck. <laughs> so like that is in, in the, in the realm of like random sex in porn movies, like that makes sense. Yeah. But there's a scene where like Steve Rambo's at a bar and the bartender's like, I got to cut you off. And he's like, you're right. I have to go home. <laughs> and then suddenly there's three guys in the corner of the bar. One of them is sucking the other guy's dick and the other one's like watching. I don't remember if he's jerking off or whatever. And the bartender's like, guys, I told you like not to do that. You can't do that in here. And the one guy's like, there's nobody in here. Close up, Mary, and come over and join us. And so it has, it's just like none of the characters in the movie, and it's just like a random foursome in this bar. But one of the guys in the foursome, um, which I found out in the credits, I was like, oh, Hank Hightower's in this. <laughs> Back in the day, I, as a, as a young gay, I used to enjoy me some Hank Hightower. He's like, dad bod before dad bod was a thing kind of 
like he's got a nice body, but he's not like ripped. There's not like a whole lot of abs happening. And he's kind of like a daddy situation, but not a daddy. Anyway, mm-hmm. Hang Hightower. Um, I noticed that Donnie Russo was in there. He usually always has like facial hair. Um, yeah. So, and that's the only name I recognize. I know Steve Rambo. Um, and I remember some of the other people in it. I know that I've seen them before, but um, like I said, I know Steve Rambo is like a thing. I'm going to bring up the credits right now. <laughs> I um, have it on my phone. Remember um, there was that seventies actor, Dak Rambo. I don't remember that. He, uh, he was in an episode of Wonder Woman and he, he would like pop up. He was like really popular in like the mid to late seventies and very early eighties. And then the AIDS got him. Oh, um, okay. I can't, it's hard to fast forward on these, like with your hand on the, on the, the websites, but, um, the first guy I think is Australian, like the boyfriend in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and then you don't really see him again. Um, but but Donnie Donnie Russo, when I saw him in the credits, I was like, okay, daddy, I like I, I'll be looking forward to wherever you are in this. Mm-hmm. And I was not disappointed. Donnie Russo was pretty hot. Although I looked him up after, and there's not a whole lot else that I've been able to find where he looks the same as he does in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he usually has like a goatee situation, and there's like a lot of I don't know. Like, I think there were like some cop ones and some other stuff there. I know there definitely was a cop one where he was with Hank Hightower. I just, every time you say Hank Hightower, I'm thinking of like King of the Hill (laughs) with Hank Hill. Hank Hill. (laughs) Hank Hightower is one of my favorite porn names, but he, uh, yeah. So I definitely watched the Donnie Russo and Hank Hightower video after it was fine. Um, yeah, I, uh, maybe I'll look at it later, but I was like going to, um, a class this morning and I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta hurry up and get off, get ready. I gotta hurry up and get off, get off. No, I wasn't getting off. Cause I was sitting at the kitchen table. Uh, <laughs> Ian is in Palm Springs doing an event and I don't think it's going very well. Like people aren't um, showing up. They were late. It's, I was like, oh, it sounds like it's a shit show, but anyway, well- if your roommate's in Palm Springs, then you could definitely jerk off at the kitchen table. <laughs> I could if I wanted to, but I'm not you going could. to. Um, I'm looking at the credits right now. Oh, this guy, the other lead, Ray, Ray Harley. Mm-hmm. I kind of recognize, like, the balding one with the mustache. Mm-hmm. Donnie Russo, you absolute delight. I enjoyed you in this film. <laughs> um, I also love that they changed the name of Bud Light to Pud Light. In the bar scene. They couldn't, you know, get the sponsorship for it. So right. If they're not Not like our sponsor at Skivvies. Skivvies Skivvies.com. Um, (laughs) there was actually, I'm waiting for it to come up here. There was a guy who like facially kind of reminded me of you. Really? Yeah, it was the one guy who was in the mental institution. Oh, I didn't get that far. (laughs) Well, there's not a scene in the mental institution, but in part of the acting parts in the beginning they're like oh yeah like i think they said like he's off his bird or like he lost his bird or something like that in <laughs> reference to him going like a little crazy um but he's one of the friends mm. and it's i just got to him hold on rob knox 
Mm-hmm. K-N-O-X. Yeah, he's got a he's got a little Jura vibe. The the blonde one that was bitchy the whole time was kind of my favorite one as far oh, as Oh, like, he was hysterical. So funny. I mean, everything was like such a like bitchy comment. <laughs> it, it, I yeah. He's the, he he's the least attractive for me personally, uh-huh. but I don't think he's there for that. He's just there to say bitchy comments. Oh, he's he's there for it at the end. Oh, okay. Spoilers. <laughs> the whole plot is insane. And I explained it to George when we were walking to the showing this morning. And um, he was like, that, I don't know why you wasted your time on that. And I was like, it was not a waste of time. I loved every second. Uh, anyway, skivvies. Yes. I might need to go shopping because girlfriend's getting a little chubby. Well, they had that 75% off sale last week. I don't know if it's still going on, but you should definitely check it out. I should. And everybody listening should. And if you haven't gotten your free underwear, the code is FELMONKEYS. You need to do it. I mean, what's stopping you? Um, Who knows? I don't know. People are lazy. Don't be lazy. Um. And the, let me make sure I get the URL right. 404 not found. Did they get mad at us and take us down? No, you probably just spelled it wrong. No, I'm at the, I'm at, I'm at skivvies.com, but it's slash something. It's slash something slash foul monkeys. Mm, I thought it was just foul monkeys that you put in the cart thing. You do, but they have a collection of underwear mm. that's specifically for foul monkeys. Oh, um, let me. We can check the tweeters. The tweeters. The tweeters. Um, you'd think we would be. Oh my god! Did I instead of typing Twitter in my browser, I typed tweeters? <laughs> okay, Johnny. That's where Rose. I am right now. Oh my god, Johnny Rose. I'm a mess. So um, um, was this a, a new place that you looked at? Is that also by, is that close to where you live now? It was like a 15 minute walk. So yes. Okay. Yeah. It's in the right neighborhood, but not, it just wasn't for us. It's a backslash collections backslash foul monkeys used code okay. foul monkeys at checkout. Backslash collections. Backslash foul monkeys. Monkeys. I'm going to look at it right now and see if there's anything in our collection that I like. As I mentioned, there's some thongs, which not super into that. Like that guy that was like, I just like a string on my pussy. No, I don't. I'm, I'm not against, like, if that's what you're into, knock yourself out. But the other day I was playing Loodle, which is the lewd version of Wordle. And the word was pussy. And I just laughed. (laughs) I can't. I don't. I would never use it in an intimate moment. I think that's stupid. And if someone said that, I'd be like, don't say that. Are you a dirty talker? No, I don't like that. I'll. I'll participate a little bit, but then I'm like, shut up. And you're, you're not concentrating on your, your job here. <laughs> Johnny Russo was very verbal in, in, in the video. 
which doesn't really do it for me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, shut up. Yeah. You tell me what you want. You're in the middle of it. Just keep going. Right. Just keep doing I'll that. Tell, I'll, I'll tell you if you're like using your teeth too much. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you if you're doing something wrong. I'll tell you <laughs> if you're doing something right too. Right. But no, I'm not like. I'm not going to narrate. I don't want right. narration. Spit on it. <laughs> that's, I guess that's not narration. That's instruction. Oh my God. So yesterday I was like, right before I was going to bed, like I had turned off the television. I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch some TikToks. And I had a TikTok come up from Club Pittsburgh. Oh my God. Taking a tour of the thing. And I was like, oh God, it looks the same. It has the last time, not the last time I was in Pittsburgh, but like, God, before, obviously, like before I moved to Chicago, um, I want to say I went on like a tour tour, not like for like a sexy time. It wasn't with my friend that works there, though. I want to say it was with my friend Brad. I don't know. Maybe I was there for fun. I don't remember. But I remember going um, into like some new places that they had. Like there's like another like the third floor is different now because like when you enter, it's on the fourth. Mm hmm. Or maybe they refurbished, there's like a, on the second floor, but there's like a dance floor now. And at least when I went or or toured it or whatever, um, they have like dance parties that aren't like sexy and like straight people can come. My favorite comment of the TikTok video was like, "Um, whoever's narrating, I'm pretty safe to say that I would bet that person's a furry. (laughs) And he commented back, uh, you might be 60% right. <laughs> oh, only 60%. Yeah. <laughs> Furry from the waist down. I guess. Just wearing a tail like Foxy Love. Oh, my God. He's a I, sister, like he's got goat legs. So I have Paramount Plus and Drawn Together. All the seasons were on there. And I was watching that. <laughs> and... <laughs> Ian was halfway paying attention, half not. He was on his phone. And it was the episode where Princess Clara's cousin Bleh was on. And uh, she wears a football helmet instead of a helmet. And she comes in on the short bus. And oh, he, throughout the whole thing, Ian was like, oh, my God, they could never make this on the thing. And then Captain whatever uh, ends up falling in love with her. But it just they kept calling her like cousin Bleh. Like, you know, <laughs> like Jerry used to on the facts of Cousin Bleh is like really hot, except for, you know, when she takes off the helmet, like she's always got drool. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was dying laughing. Ian kept going, oh, my God, I can't believe that this made it on air. They could never make this now. And I was like, that's the whole point of the show. I mean, (laughs) there is something to be said for progress. To Mm -hmm. be fair, I don't like stuff that makes fun of people who are neurologically diverse or Mm. um disabled and i know there's i follow some people who are like disabled or um differently abled or neurologically diverse kind of like activists or i don't want to say like spokesperson because it's not like it's the fucking march of dimes or something (laughs) but people who people who um are 
either either disabled or differently abled or, or whatever you want to call it. And there are very passionate camps who do not like the term disabled or who mm-hmm. do not like specific labels. See, and I see, think that that's... And Morgan's dated a girl in a wheelchair and she was like, don't call me handicapped. I'm disabled. And she yeah. was like, she was like, I don't know why Americans say handicapped. She's like, I'm just disabled. Jeez. And he goes, she was really adamant about it. And he was like, okay, whatever you want to be called, that's fine. But it's it's individual for everybody. And yeah. I think it's there. It, I, I have no skin in the game because I am not. So like whatever you want to call right. yourself or whatever you feel passionately about, like I will listen to your arguments and I will try to adhere to whatever you prefer to. It's the same thing as fucking pronouns. Like just listen to people and listen to what they want and give them respect. Um, my favorite episode of Drawn Together, though, is when Foxy Love is uh, against the Board of Education and uh, she finds out that the government is giving all the Black people taking the SATs and the ACTs grape menthol-flavored pencils, and that's why they can never get into college. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's racist. And then she's taking the test and she smells it and then she eats it. And she's like, oh, my God, this is so good. Um, yeah, Foxy that's versus the Board of Education. Terrible. Horrible. And it's it, it's such a funny episode though, because it's, it's really, it's, you got to watch it. It's hilarious. And it's so, so wrong. That whole TV series was just absolutely wrong. And it just makes me laugh to watch, but Ian was beside himself. He's like, I can't believe this made it on air. I remember watching it a little bit, I think in college, I mm-hmm. think was when it was on. And all I remember was the one that looked like Ariel from the little mermaid princess, Clara. Mm-hmm. Um, her vagina is like a monster. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I do. Re- I remember that. Oh, and wasn't, was she like, did she hook up with Foxy Love or did the Betty Boop one hook up with Foxy yeah, Love? Yeah, she hooked up with her even though she's really racist. Okay. I remember, like, I remember a little bit about it, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that wasn't like a big hit i used to get stoned and watch like aqua teen hunger force and c lab but drawn together wasn't one of those drawn together may have been a little bit later i i don't don't fucking know it wasn't on as late as those were um true i was like a functional stoner in college I mean, oh, I also remember one where the Pikachu character worked in a sweatshop. Yes. But anyway. Anyway. Um, let's see. What else has been going on? Um, so I, Adam came onto the Zoom and he's like, what the hell are you wearing? I, I'm wearing like an ice pack. I just took it off to give my shoulder a break. I tweaked my mid back shoulder i've been trying to work out and getting in shape at 48 is not as easy as it is at 38 um so oh, yeah it ain't that easy at 38 <laughs> let me just tell you so not that I, i'm 38 yet but yeah I, i've been you know working out all week yesterday i did a, a iv sauna and a cold plunge and he was like oh the cold plunge the water's 45 degrees and i was like well that's not that bad I got in and was like, oh, 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 and I had to get out immediately and then kind of stick one leg in and get it used to it, then take it out and get the other. And it took, it was only a 15 minute thing, but 
uh, it took like five, six minutes just to kind of get used to it before I could actually like sit in the ice or the cold bath. Isn't the point to shock your body? Like you're not supposed to get used to it. Shouldn't you just go all the way in and just be like, well, I mean, it was, it was, but it just took me a while to be able to sit inside the whole Mm -hmm. thing for a a, a little bit of time. I I spent like the last probably five to seven minutes inside, you know, where like, it was like up to my mid back um, Mm -hmm. where I wasn't like, you know, just like pins, like sticking out of my feet. And I did feel much better after once I everything stopped, mm-hmm. like, you know, throbbing because I'd been in the cold. Um, but the infrared sauna was interesting. I, I don't, they said it goes, the infrared goes deeper into the muscles. I have no idea. I just go, oh, okay. I don't remember if they have infrared. At, there's like a Korean spa in the suburbs that I obviously haven't been to in a while because of COVID. But I also stopped going because apparently they were, they told some lady she was too fat to come in <laughs> and were like really Jesus. shitty. Like, yeah. Um, but they, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before because Ricky has declared that he won't ever go with friends because he doesn't want to see his friends naked. Um, I went a couple of times. One time I went with George and this guy hit on us and George was furious. <laughs> Because if you're in, they have like the wet spa areas Mm -hmm. are divided by um, like male identifying and female identifying. Actually, I don't know how they would approach, like, are they going to ask people about their genitalia? Because that would probably get them in trouble and would be super fucked up. Anyway, the male identifying side or the men's side. you have to be completely naked right in the wet spa. Um, and they have three varying degrees of pools and one is cold. One is like medium and one is super hot. Um, so I've done something similar kind of, plus I did that. I got a group on for cryotherapy by our house. Yeah. I need to try that. I think that might be a little bit better than getting in the water, but I, I don't know yet. We'll see. It's bananas. I had to, well, you have to take piercings out and um, I only have my nipples pierced and I was like, Oh, okay. Like, I wonder why, like, and they were like, because it gets so cold that like metal will freeze your skin and like could rip your skin off. Yeah. You'll be like stuck to the flagpole, yeah. like on Christmas story. Woo-hoo. So um, I had to take the old nip rings out. I know some of the Korean spas here are like, um, basically bathhouses where you just go into the male side and in the room you can sleep. That's where everybody's getting busy. Oh, well, I, ne- it's, I never have... went pre-pandemic, so I don't know. Well, you'll have to try it out and give it a review. The one here, they patrol because oh, they? I guess it used to be more like that, but they're trying to crack down on it. Somebody tried to grab my wiener in the hot tub though, so... That might have been the time that the guy hit on me and George. Well, he hit on, like, he was like, oh, like, you and your husband are really hot. Like, you guys looking for, like, fun or whatever. And I told George after the fact, I was like, that guy just asked if we were, like, down the clown. And George was like, how fucking dare he? Every time you say down the clown, I just laugh. I like that phrase. Down the clown. 
down to clown. Um, what else? We got our walls painted. There's drama about our kitchen cabinets. What's wrong with your kitchen cabinets? Uh, I don't, and just in case anything else goes wrong, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't need to be subpoenaed in case we have to sue people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're probably not going to sue people. I probably shouldn't say that. Take that out. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody's going to take it out. My we God. make Ricky do that and he's not here. Yes. No, they're just, um, there's just some things we would like done better, but we're working on it. Mm. Um, that has been a whole thing though. Everything in our house is gray now, like light gray. Boring. Yeah, it's, I think it was George who said, oh, now it looks like straight white people will want to buy it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's what we go in for. Somebody with disposable income without children's. We'll, we'll take your money. Mm-hmm. I get so mad, and this is kind of unrelated, but kind of like about property owning. I've looked at Airbnbs kind of in our neighborhood because that's where my family will stay usually um, because we have a one bedroom. And... um Lately, all of the ones that I've seen are like, we're students at DePaul and we're doing this to like pay our tuition. And I'm like, motherfucker, what you're 19 years old and you own a condo that you have the ability to put on Airbnb. These rich ass millennials, zennials, what what even would that be? Gen Z. Gen Z, yeah, fuck that. I now you know there I, I will is never be. There's things like my friend Amanda in Columbia, Missouri. Like her dad owns. Well, now Amanda's a part of it, but it was a property management company. So when Amanda turned 18, what he did is he was like, "I'm going to give you money to buy your own place, so you can start establishing credit instead of getting credit cards." He's like, "The way you'll pay for your mortgage is to get roommates." And, you know, and then that way you can have, you'll go to college and you can pay and then you'll have credit. So that's what she did. And she paid off the mortgage in like 10 years, just because the mortgage was so low and, you know, each roommate was getting charged like $500 and it was, you know, paying off her. I think Mm -hmm. she like doubled her payment, but her dad had the money to do that. And I'm like, and then he did right. it for her brother too. And, you know, established, they owned a property and established them credit very early without getting out credit cards. Um, but I was just like, wow, that must be nice to be able to do that. Right? I get like, people are like, like, it's not my fault my dad's rich. I'm like, well, like, it's his fault that he's rich and that my parents aren't. <laughs> the class divide in America is fucked up. Oh, don't get us started on it. We'll go on mm-hmm. and on. I know. I get so mad. I'm jealous. <laughs> My parents couldn't buy me a car in high school. I was supposed to be an heiress and I was born into the wrong family. No, I was born into the right family. We're all too much alike. <laughs> is true um what else do i have to talk about show opening next week dun, dun, dun. how long does it run four weeks 
four weeks. Okay. Just on the weekends, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm holding auditions for the play I'm directing on the 21st and 22nd and callbacks are on the 23rd. If you're in Chicago and you're an actor, come on out. Um, read the audition brief first though, because I don't want to have to tell you no. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh my God. So this lady at the theater today, and I don't know, and this kind of goes back to our discussion about what people like prefer to be called. Mm-hmm. So she had seen part of one of our runs at some point. She's a company member. And she stopped me and was like, oh my God, you are brilliant. You are so good. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she was like, is it your intention to play him autistic? And I was like, I don't think you can just ask that, ma'am. And like, if that's, I don't know how I feel about being asked that. Was it your intention? No, I, <laughs> my response No, see, my response is, and honestly, like, I kind of, like, I understand, and I think it's fucked up that there's such a stereotype Mm -hmm. in certain respects that somebody would automatically assume. Like, she was like, I don't know. I don't know. But I replied, I could see how you could interpret some of my characterization or mannerisms as that. And I just left it as, like, at that. Like, I, you didn't I don't say, know. Like, how you didn't say yes. I got the vaccine, and it made me catch the autism. Oh my god! <laughs> I just, I was like a little taken aback. I was a, I was shocked a little bit, but I don't know. You're like, no. I just read the lines like they're written. <laughs> It's called acting. It's called acting. Look it up. <laughs> no, I, I've gotten like good feedback for the most part for people because we're at the point, like we're in tech starting tomorrow um, because we open on Friday. And so there's company members and staff have been there because their crew or set or whatever and um also the show requires audience participation Mm -hmm. so we have to like we're not going to just fucking open without not having run it with people on stage with us because that would be fucking bananas um so we have had people there to like be what they're referring to as shills Um, but yeah, so a lot of people have seen runs and I've got some good feedback and people seem to like it. Um, people are real focused on the fact that I look so different without facial hair though. Mm -hmm. Um, your story about it's called acting reminds me of that story in Angela Lansbury's, uh, autobiography about, she was doing Mm -hmm. something with Warren Beatty. I can't remember what she was doing. And he was just like, uh, uh, and I got to run in and I got to do this and, you know, doing all this, a method. She was like, you know, rolling her eyes and Lawrence Olivier mm-hmm. was in it and he was rolling his eyes. And finally one of them was just like, can you just try acting? 
<laughs> I mean, I was talking about how much I loved Angela Lansbury today. Um, and one of the younger uh, actors was like, oh my God, have you seen Gaslight? And I was like, have I seen Gaslight? I had my own 12-month Angela Lansbury calendar that I made from scratch. Yes, child, I've seen Gaslight. But uh, to their credit, they were like, oh, because it was just at the, um, I think that it's the Gene Siskel film center. Place. Oh, yeah, they were playing it. Um, it. Makes sense. It was nominated for Oscars, so. Yeah, it was Angela's debut, and she was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, I think, wasn't she like debut. 17? 17? Yeah, she was, I think she might have been 17 when she shot it in 18 when it was released. She's such a bitch in that movie. I love she it. <laughs> such a little bitch in it. <laughs> it's so good. That movie is genuinely, like, it holds up. Like, oh, yeah. you could, it's black and white, and it's an old movie, but it is genuinely, like, suspenseful and interesting to watch. Well, and Ingrid Bergman is really good in it, too. Oh, she's so good. As the kids listening to this are like, who are you talking who? about? Who? Ingrid, who? That lady from Mrs. Claus that I watched when I was little. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Santa Claus. Do I have the sheet music for that? Of course do. you do. I'm surprised you don't have the VHS of it. I do not. I want to say I may have like a bootleg transfer of it on DVD. I have a handful of bootleg DVDs and I have a bunch that I need to watch. Oh my God. Do you know what I have? Um, Nocturna, which is the disco musical where she's the um, Oh, I think you remember telling me about this and I looked it up. I think it's the granddaughter it's the granddaughter yeah but fucking um Yvonne DiCarlo is in it and um her name is Jugula <laughs> and um there are there's there's um I don't remember I haven't watched it so I don't know if they're in it but I don't remember if I heard whether they are or not um but Gloria Gaynor and Vicky Sue Robinson are on the soundtrack. And I feel like I heard that they're in the movie because they like go to a disco. Yeah. Cause it's part vampire movie, part disco movie. Yes. It's like vampires at the disco. Um, and I bought a bootleg on eBay because it's like not released anywhere. I'm sure it looks like shit, but I haven't watched it yet. It reminds me of um, when I lived in St. Louis and my friend Tiffany, before she moved to Chicago, um, I was like, we were talking her right after she moved to Chicago. And I was like, how's your family, blah, blah, blah. How's your brother? And she goes, oh, he's fine. You know, he makes his living selling bootleg movies, you know, that he tapes at the movie theater. I was like, like with a camcorder. And he goes, oh, she's like, oh yeah. You know, where people stand up and walk in the middle of his thing, or they're like talking as he's like filming. <laughs> He goes, he, he makes a killing. That's how he makes his living. He sells these bootleg movies. I was like, oh my God. I don't, I doubt if he does it now, but that was a big thing in New York for a while too. Really? Yeah. They'd be on the subway going DVD, DVD, where they had gone in and shot it. And you're like, how did they already get that movie? And they're like, oh, it's camcorder. Where, uh, I want to say when we went, the only time I've been on a cruise, um, 
they do that a lot at islands or maybe it was when we were Mm -hmm. in Mexico where they like kind of just walk up to your table if you're at lunch and they're like got some DVDs (laughs) and then the waiters come and shoo them away I uh, after you said about Nocturna I was thinking about uh thank god it's Friday which I watched about a year ago or a little Mm. over a year ago I think it's still on Amazon Prime Uh, I think so it's so terrible and so good at the same time I haven't watched it in a while but I remember watching it and being so shocked at how many people were in it. I know. And um, I remember not knowing that Jeff Goldblum was in it and watching it. And isn't he kind of a dick in it? Yes. Okay. Then I am thinking of the right thing. I want to watch Can't Stop the Music. That used to be on Prime, too. I think it is still. I think you might have to pay for it. I only want to watch... The part with all YMCA. of the nudity and YMCA, yeah, and <laughs> and Valerie Green, yeah, that, yeah, topless in a hot tub with all the gay with dancers. The... <laughs> I just remember watching that on HBO in my mind, my seven-year-old mind being blown away with the male nudity. The, there's so much male nudity, and it is, and it's all like you're like, why is this a whole musical number with just everything out? Oh yeah. Either either that, straps or booty shorts or naked. The um that and the and I know we've talked about this before, the Aggie song in Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> with it's just men choreographed in jock straps. Yep. Talk about a sexual awakening. <laughs> oh, I watched the new West Side story. It was very good. I've heard it's very good. I just don't, I need to make time for that. Um, I still have a problem with West Side. I feel like the Jets cause every problem in the show and they never, they never get punished for it. Like they, and especially with this, they kind of make it a point of like the cops are like, oh, don't do that. And then when the Jets or the Sharks leave, they're like, okay, guys, come on now, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it, yeah, I, I just don't feel like the Jets get any kind of, other than Riff dying, there's no retribution for all the trouble they start. You know, the the sharks have to deal with everything and they have to defend it because the jets start the shit. Um, well, I think that's partially the point about how racism played out at the mm-hmm. time. And I will say the, the Anita getting attacked is much more clear that it's going to be a gang rape and not like a kind of a dance scene where they're throwing her around which you would do mm-hmm. on stage this is clearly yeah. she's getting like they've kind of developed Graziella the jet girl um where she's like don't hurt her don't hurt her and they throw her out of the store they mm-hmm. lock it and they surround her and then they kind of pile on her and then Rita Moreno's plays Doc's wife she comes in and stop it so it's much more clear because I remember someone on Twitter going mm-hmm. I love the original movie and I don't remember them raping Anita or trying to and I'm like uh hello my god why are you making an idiot of yourself online right now because that's clearly that's what's going to happen to her it's just dance moments and if you don't see that my god but anyway it's it's kind of horrific in that aspect that it's kind of a little bit more clear that that's what's going to happen to her before doc's Mm -hmm. wife stops her 
Um, but it's good. Uh, the Tony's boring, but the the rest of the cast is quite mm-hmm. good. Well, he's apparently not a very good person. Yeah, in, like, I read something life. like that. Yeah. Um, and also Maria did was not very nice about Britney Spears online. I don't know anything like about she that. did. Well, she I she probably wasn't intentionally mean, but she did a like a lip sync to was it Britney talking about Jamie Lynn mm-hmm. or something? And it was like a very serious conversation about her like fighting with Jamie Lynn and like saying like all of the things that Jamie Lynn did not support her on or something. And she like did like a lighthearted like lip sync to it on Twitter or TikTok or something. And everybody was like, that's really horrible. Like Britney Spears was actively abused by her family essentially for years. And you're exploiting that and making fun of it. Well, she and is. And she was like, I never intended. She's very young. Like she graduated high school and got the role. Like they were like, oh, she just finished Shrek as a senior in high school and she sent her audition tape in and Steven Spielberg saw it and cast her. So she, I don't even think she's 20. Yeah. I know. She's she's young. Good for her, but also, I mean, she got, she got time to learn shit. Exactly. Um, because I was not a good person when I was 19. And I, anytime that that brings up, I think about the robot chicken when they're talking about, they have them as musketeers and Justin whispers something and Brittany's mm-hmm. like, Justin, he, I'm not that kind of girl. He, he, he. And then she runs off and Christina goes, I am Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was about a black Christina. cherry, a black cherry. And she's like, oh, I'm not that kind of girl. I am Justin. <laughs> oh my God. Dirty. Dirty. Your black cherry. Uh, oh my God. I had to think about what that meant. <laughs> and if you don't know what that meant, listeners, you better look it up. There's a whole nother one about the black cherry with the strawberry shortcake kids. It was the first time that they introduced bitch pudding. And they were like, somebody stole my black cherry. And bitch pudding goes, I heard her daddy stole her black cherry. (laughs) (laughs) I love bitch pudding. She's funny. That is a a good one. Every once in a while, I have to go watch those again because they're very funny. Um, That was like the original memes, sort of. Like little short comedic yeah. videos but it was on it was on tv instead of on your phone and now look at us we're sharing memes all the time instead of talking i hey, look at this I, when i was watching that porn earlier i was like oh my god nobody's on their phone they're like hanging out at the pool they're actually having conversations just drinking pud light. drinking pud, pud light, light. <laughs> um but i was like that i kind of miss that not that I experienced it ever as an adult, but like I remember not having a cell phone until I don't have a cell phone. I don't even think until I was in college, maybe my senior year. I remember very like very early on cell phones being a thing. And one of my shitty uncles 
having one because he thought he was cool. And then I want to say when I was in middle school, yes, because Aunt Nicole had graduated by then. And she got like one of those big fucking like not like quite a brick. I think it like it still like kind of flipped open, but mm-hmm. it was big and it was only for emergencies and it was expansive. And I fucking took it to the playground with <laughs> my friends because we used to not like childhood playground, but like the playground was like a little bit of the hood rat hangout. Mm hmm. And I called people and I was like, <laughs> I had to have been like 12 or 13 and poor Aunt Nicole got that bill and I had to pay it. Yes, you did. My, friend, was Mary, Le- my friend Mary had Lisa the bag don't phone. Play. Had the bag phone for mm-hmm. emergencies. Oh, how far we've come. I didn't get a cell phone till 2001. And then I didn't, even, I wasn't my even texting. My second summer at Pittsburgh in 2006, I finally had to call and go, can you up my text plan? Because these kids keep texting me. They won't call. Because I was just running yeah. up my bill for the actors going, I'm going to be late. And I'm like, just call. Yeah. Oh, it's just easier to text. And of course, that was when it was like 333-555-777, you know. Yeah. I kind of miss back in the day where you, I could text without looking, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. a lot of people can, right. where you could feel like where the three was and just click, 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 mm-hmm. click, click. And it was perfectly right. No autocorrect. Yeah. Nobody, nobody. What did you message me earlier? It was like listening to steak escape. Yes. Instead of steam. Um. Oh my God, you know what bothered me about the porn? <laughs> what? Fucking. So it starts in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like the opening scene is the guy coming home from work in Chicago and like talking to his boyfriend or whatever. And then they bang it out. But he's like, oh, like what's that in your hand? And he's like, oh, I got a letter from my friends and they want me to go visit them. Like they want me to go to Lake Michigan. And I'm like, nobody if you live in Chicago, nobody says I'm going to Lake Michigan because newsflash Chicago's on Lake Michigan. Like why? Like you would say specifically like where on Lake Michigan you were going and they're going to the dunes, which is like a poor man's uh, fire Island in the Midwest. It It's, We've been for the 4th of July a handful of times, and it is very, that's where Shishi LaRue was like DJing poolside, and we got bored, and George was like, well, you've never actually seen like the dunes in Michigan. It's in Michigan. And we went to the dunes, and our friend texted us and was like, oh my God, you're missing it. Like these porn stars are straight up fucking poolside. And... Yeah, which they're not supposed to do. Like, you can't be naked at the pool. Like, it's not one of those things where it's like clothing optional. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody is hooking up everywhere in the bushes and whatever. But because um, we don't know how to act when we all get together, right? Uh uh-uh, uh, like, like no. the cruise ship, everybody goes wild, buck wild. It's, I like, I, girl, I get it. I get it. I've been there. You've been there. <laughs> we all been there. But um, yeah, they like had to make an announcement and they were like, look, we are 
literally a hotel and like bar and restaurant and we will lose our license if you are having public sex so like cut it the fuck out but I was a little sad that I missed it but that's where so that's where they go on Lake Michigan and then they're there they're like at the dunes and there's like signage like you can see that they're at the dunes um and one of them actually is like well I'm gonna go out to Lake Michigan like bitch what other lake are you going to you're just telling everybody because I wouldn't know. I'd be like, oh, they're at Lake Michigan. But do you need to know if you're uh, watching this movie? Uh, maybe. It forwards the plot, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> just say, I'm going to the lake. I was looking for action. I was cruising on Lake Michigan. No fucking shit. You're either in Chicago or you're at the dunes. I was furious. Furious. You would write a strongly worded email if this was a newer porn. I would. <laughs> Whoever wrote this needs to be punished. Oh, in the in the in the credits, I <laughs> it was like written, directed, produced by Josh somebody or, or something. And I was like, that makes sense. That <laughs> definitely this feels like a written, produced, and directed by kind of, of vibe. Course. I want to, how do you get it? Not that there's like a porn industry. Everybody is either on OnlyFans or there's like a handful of websites, but like I would, I would direct that. I would be a cameraman. Can you make a living doing that? I feel like you can. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if they do porns like that anymore. They do. There's multi-angle ones. You got to get up in there. I just remember when I was in college, someone saying they knew somebody that was an intern on a porn movie and the only job they had was to take a wet wipe and wipe the people's feet <laughs> right before they'd start shooting because, you know, they'd be walking around barefoot yeah. and uh, that was their job. That's hilarious. They were like, oh, I get to be a fluffer. And they're like, no, here's a wipe. Go wipe their feet before that. That would be like your nightmare. You're thinking I'm you're going to want, you're like, here, go wipe their feet. You'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, 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 <laughs> especially if they nasty. Ugh, I don't even want to think about it. There, it, 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 there are very few, I, we all know I hate feet, but there are very few feet that I'm not like actively disgusted by mm -hmm. where I would be like, fine, I will wipe the bottom of your feet. I might wear gloves, but... There are a handful of situations because I feel like maybe, I don't know, I don't look at feet in porn, but like maybe if you are a porn actor and you know your feet are going to be seen, you would take better care of them. Well, if you're not, if you're just walking around on set and then they're like, okay, yeah. it's time to go and you're not paying attention, you know, you get in the bed and they've, you know, you've just got right. Circle K feet. Um, oh, you've definitely, I've seen some dirty feet. Yeah. In adult entertainment. And so I, I applaud whatever director assigned that position. What I'm saying is if I was wiping feet, I feel like maybe on a porn set, the feet wouldn't be that bad because like you would take care of them because people see them. Ah, uh, they wouldn't be all busted that, up. Yeah. I still wouldn't want to do it. With that one pinky toe trying to escape a flip flop or a sandal. <laughs> the worst are feet that look like hands where you got them toes that can grip something. I went to school with a girl in England who could pick up pencils and shit with her feet. 
Hey, you know, it all goes back when I was little, I must've been, how old, I don't think I was in junior high yet, but 2020, they did this episode on this woman that didn't have arms and she was married and had children Ooh. and she did had to do everything with their feet. And I remember watching that going, what happens if I lose my arms in like a car wreck or something? So I started practice picking stuff up with my feet and I didn't think anybody else did it, but like, I have several friends that do it. Even Morgan would like pick something up with his foot. I was like, did you see that episode of 2020 with the woman without arms? And he goes, yes. <laughs> it was like this irrational fear that people my age or just a little bit younger were like, what if that happens to me? I better start practicing. I feel like I remember that episode as well, <laughs> but it's still, I would be. She would like Horrified. eat. She was cooking without, you know, she's holding her baby. She's cooking. I mean, she was like doing all her daily life without, I mean, it was as impressionable as the 2020 episode with the guy with Tourette's. I, I don't remember that one, but I applaud these people who make it through who really horrible, tough times, not necessarily horrible because you learn to adapt, mm -hmm. but it makes it probably more difficult to live your life, et cetera. Um, but I would, I you wouldn't be going, hand me that. <laughs> mm -mm, I don't think I could, I would get over it. I'm a compassionate person. Not when it comes to feet. Mm. Hand me that remote. Oh, never mind. I'll just get up. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, we should probably wrap it up. It's been like an hour. Yes, we should. But stay tuned. Uh, Ricky will be back. And also and we'll go, talk about go get your underwear. Go get your underwear. Remember skivvies.com spell it for him jerry s-k-i uh-oh <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> that was gonna i knew that S was gonna happen s-k-i-v-i-e-z.com backslash or forward slash backslash, backslash collections right? backslash foul monkeys okay backslash backslash no, it's not backslash. It's forward slash. Are you sure? Yeah. Just put a slash. Use the one by the question mark. Use the one by the question mark? On the yeah, keyboard. That's, that's front slash, right? I don't know. This is fascinating for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the one that, that leans to the right. Isn't that the wrong ear for the earring, not the gay ear? <laughs> Left is right and right is wrong. That's how I learned it. Remember, uh, there was an episode of uh, Modern Family and Gloria takes Lily when she's a baby to get her ears pierced and doesn't tell the guys. And so she comes back and she's like, I pierced her ears. And they're like, oh, my God, you didn't ask. And she goes, don't worry. It's not the gay ear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, anyway. Okay, so on that note, we will leave you. Please go get your underwear. Go get your free underwear. What's What are you waiting for? As the great thespian Jennifer Love Hewitt told us, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And I know what you did last summer. Yes. 
Um, so go get your free underwear. And then we'll be back with Take Ricky, pictures. probably. Take pictures, send them to us. With um, Ricky, probably like we're gonna lose him, or he's gonna, I, like, fall well. I don't know. You know, he's he's a he's a lady of the world and goes on trips all the time. She is a she's a businesswoman or something. Is she like doing an art? I, I don't even know. I don't remember where. I, I know he said something about Mexico, but I don't know if that was this trip. <laughs> I don't anyway. know. Either. Anyway, I'm sorry. We do pay attention to each other for the most part. Well, not to Ricky, but you know, you're terrible stuff. <laughs> and the good thing is, he won't hear this because he's not going to listen to it. <laughs> no, he isn't going to listen to it. You know damn well he's not going to listen to it. So don't tell him, y'all. <laughs> anyway, all right. This is Adam. This is Jerry. Bye. Bye. Oh, recording stopped. Oh, hold on. Accidentally did something. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.